Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Today we celebrate the queenship of Mary, Mary, Queen of Heaven. And one thing that I used to do, I don't do it so much now, but when I was in Anago, which is up north, my first three years, I would often go to the, the classrooms and teach. The principal wanted me to do that. He's excited that I actually wanted to teach. And sometimes on Marian feast days, I'd come in and I'd, I'd ask the students some questions to kind of like gotcha, but to make them think. You know, we have to be good thinkers. And I would ask them this question, who is the more beautiful creature, Mary or Jesus? And then the, some people's hands would go up and like, I think I might know. And then I'd say, well, who, who in here thinks it's Jesus? And usually 90% of the people's hands would go up. And then I'd ask, who thinks it's Mary? And there was like one or two who would raise their hands. And I always love those brave ones who are the one or two. Is Jesus God? Yes. Is he created? No. So in that question, in our Mariology, and our theology, in the Catholic Church, what we're doing is we're trying to help us understand that in the creed we say, begotten, right? So he's not created, he's begotten. But that means Jesus is God. And that also means that Jesus created his own mom. Now, if you were God and you had to create your own mother, like, would you make her the most beautiful woman in the universe? Would you give her the most pure heart that we would even call it immaculate? Would you allow sin to touch her? Would you be bothered if people came up to, to your mom and said, you, you're, the creator is so amazing, so glad that you sent him, he, you gave him flesh. Like, would you be mad if other people gave you compliments about your son? Mary takes nothing away from Jesus. And if we think he does, we got it all wrong. And as we journey together this year, we're going to be looking at four saints. We've been journeying with them the past, this is not my fourth year here, but we, first year we looked at St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta, and I'm going to talk about her today. My second year we talked about St. Teresa of Sioux. And last year we journeyed with St. Joan of Arc, and this year we're going to journey with St. Peter. But I just want to introduce you to St. Teresa of Calcutta and how she relied upon Our Lady, the Queen of the Universe, to overcome the obstacles. Because one thing that a lot of people don't know is that a lot of people didn't like Mother Teresa. She was actually very hated by so many. The question is, how did she overcome all those obstacles? And one of, one of the things for her was how much she loved the Blessed Mother. When you even look at the missionaries of charity, you look at their habits, they're white as a sign of purity, but the blue, the blue sash is actually for Our Lady and her Immaculate Heart. And one thing Mother Teresa always did, if you, if you were to watch her closely, and you look at what was in her hand, is she always had a rosary in her hand. And if you don't carry a rosary with you every day, I just want to encourage you to do that. If you don't know how to pray a rosary, I'd love to teach you. And uh, the rosary, as Father Eric Nielsen taught me, he just said, the rosary, it just works. Like your faith is ever like, not working, my, my question would, one of my questions I'd probably ask is, where is your rosary? How often do you pray the rosary? 
And what is the rosary? The rosary is the Bible on beads. The rosary is the gospel on beads. The rosary is God's power and grace on beads. And that's why it's such an important habit to have, to pray the rosary. And I, I can guarantee if you pray the rosary every day, your life will change forever. Very few people can say that. Is there like a bird in the window or something? Great, awesome. Mother Teresa also talks about uh, avoiding distractions, so I'll get to that later. And three years ago, I was, I was reading the Magnificat. So the Magnificat's like a little booklet I have it over there, uh, which goes, has the daily readings in it, good reflections. And this is what Mother Teresa of Calcutta said. I just love this reading. I, I've meditated on a lot. And she said, the missionaries of charity are dedicated to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, cause of our joy and queen of the world. And again, we come to the term world. And she asks, what are we doing in the world? She says, by our life and deeds of love, we are making the church fully present in the world today. She says the society was founded to spread the kingdom of the Immaculate Heart among the poorest of the poor. Mother goes on to say, Mary is the first person in the world, in the whole of creation, who received Jesus physically into her body. And she is the one to carry Jesus to John the Baptist when she went and made haste. She is the one to nurse him, to clothe him, to feed him, to look after him, to care for him, to teach him. That is why she is the first missionary of charity, says Mother, because she is the first carrier of God's love. And Mother says, and we, like her, want to do what she did. We are the missionaries of charity. We receive Jesus and make haste to serve. Just think of the purity and the attractiveness of Our Lady, says Mother, so as to make Jesus leave heaven and come down and be in her, to receive her flesh and her blood, and her, blood her love and affection, her care and devotion. And as I was reading that reflection, this is the one quote that just struck me in the heart and it still strikes me this day. So if you're not listening, now is the time to tune in. She says this, this is Mother Teresa. She says, you can never be all for Jesus if your love for Our Lady is not a living reality. She said, you can never love Jesus, or say you can never only be all for Jesus if your love for Our Lady is not a living reality. Which is why the rosary is so important. She goes on to say, come so close to Our Lady that she can take you to Jesus. She says, avoid many distractions and simply be alone with Jesus and ask Our Lady over and over again, Mary, make me only all for Jesus. Mary, make me only all for Jesus. Mary, make me only all for Jesus. And what she does, Mother says, when she brings you to her son, to the foot of the cross, what she does so well, you just hear those beautiful words from Jesus. I thirst. I thirst. The thirst is what Mother said, is the, the, the way Jesus says, I love you. Like he thirsts for you. And Mother, one thing she does so well that is she makes things that are complicated so simple. 
Like, who in here would like a more complicated life? I didn't think so, right? But who would like things just to be a little more simple? Hopefully you're just thinking, yeah, I would love more simplicity. Mother has very good quotes. She's like a quote machine of simplicity. She says, if you judge people, you have no time to love them. Who in here has judged or been misjudged? She also had a silver bullet to melt the hearts that was so simple. It was the smile. That's what she did. She said, peace begins with a smile, and she would smile at people, and it would just melt them. She said, let us make one point that we meet each other with a smile, especially when it's difficult to smile. And I'm like, I don't smile enough, mother. I need to do that more often. She said, smile at each other. Make time for each other in your family. She said, the person who gives with a smile is the best giver because God loves a cheerful giver. Like, maybe you're grumpy. And mother would be like, get over yourself. It's not about you anyways. She also has a really good quote on fear. There's so much fear rising in the hearts of so many today. She said, we fear the future because we are wasting today. We fear the future because we are wasting today. So often we just find ourselves like just doing things that aren't really going to make a difference. She's also very on the point of being kind when it kills you, <laughs> when you have to die to self. And she says, kind words can be short and easy to speak, but their echoes are truly endless. Like, think of the person who is most kind to you and what words they spoke to you. They echo forever. And looking at the world, this is in the 90s when she wrote this quote. She said, the most terrible poverty is loneliness and the feeling of being unloved. Like, is there any loneliness that you've been experiencing or those around you have been experiencing? And like, that's the whole point of the gospel, is to know that you are loved, you are worth it, you are worth the trouble. That's why everything we do at the Newman Center is based on of letting people know they're loved. And are we perfect at it? We're not even close, but we sure do try. And this is the one that I always end my emails with. She says, look, God did not ask me to be successful. He asked me to be faithful just to do what he's telling me to do. This is the last quote I want to end with. Because our our world is so ugly, apart from Jesus and Mary. Mother says, yes, you must live life beautifully and not allow the spirit of the world that makes gods out of power, riches, and pleasure make you forget that you have been created for greater things. Live a beautiful life. Remember that Jesus created his mom. (laughs) He gave her flesh. And that same flesh will be on this altar in just a moment. Like, who are we? That the incarnation that we just heard about in our gospel today is going to happen on this altar. Nothing is going to become something. And Jesus gives himself up for you, again, because he loves you. And it's just that simple. Like, if you know you're loved it pours out of you and then you just give without counting the cost. Mother often spoke about that. Those who are in love don't count the cost. They give until it hurts. So we just take a moment of silence. Just to maybe simply just keep it simple right now and just say, Lord, let me receive your love.
Let me just receive today. For sure in the Holy Eucharist, but also in the talks and our time together and our fellowship, help me just receive your love. Because you can't give what you don't have. We're here to receive. That's why we retreat. That's why we get away from the noise, from the distractions, to simply be with Jesus. And the fact that you're here is already a sign that you're on the right track. You could be doing anything. Probably a million other things you could be doing that might be seemingly more important. So come Holy Spirit. As you overshadowed the Blessed Virgin Mary, please overshadow us today. Please help us keep things simple. And please make us all for Jesus and only for Jesus. And Mother Mary, we ask for your prayers to help us not be afraid and to help us know that nothing is impossible for God. Amen.